Did you boys watch The Favorite? I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, uh, then I suppose we've uh, we've talked about it then, so we're all done. Wait. We're not we're not done. Yeah, we still got to record it, man. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. Running fossils, kill off it. It's futuristic, like Carnac the Magnificent. Rewind your VCR, rewind your cook cassette. Nintendo pilots, wow, flying up ahead. Captain's log, Charlie God. <laughs> if if there's like a contest ever, like you know how some people have like look alike contests, I think if there was ever a contest that Terry Pratchett could win, it would be has a real name that sounds like a Harry Potter character name, because mm-hmm. that's him one hundred percent for sure. Terry, like who's sort better? of just a superlative at that point. Who's better than Terry Pratchett? <laughs> I mean, mm. who's better? All right, who's got a who, okay? What are some of the most Harry Potterish celebrity names we can think of? Severus Snape. <laughs> hmm. Tilda Swinton. Oh, that's not, uh, Tilda Swinton's not bad. Swinton's it's not bad. Whimsical. It sounds made up. Yeah. Until that's the key. Is it has to sound like somebody just kind of made it up in a minute. And it yeah. also has to be semi adjacent to a word. Mm, oh, that, you're right. Like that's descriptive. Yeah. Oh, that that yeah. is actually a great okay. point. Okay. Okay. Mm. This is good. This is rip torn. Rip torn is. <laughs> I know, I no, but I no. also like no. it. <laughs> I love the idea of rip torn in the Harry Potter universe. One hundred percent. God damn kids! I can't do a good rip torn. I can get like the very start of it where he's like winding into the word, but I can't get past the past the plosives. Hmm. God, um, Terry Pratchett's the only one. Yeah. Terry Pratchett's pretty great. I think. Well, I think we just proved it. This can be an ongoing uh, list that we accumulate and yeah. get out of words. Yeah. If we too, think of fine. more, because yeah. there's got to be more. There's got to be. There's got to be. There's got to be. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch actually. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah. that's that's one that's at least in the ballpark. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure, sure, it sure, sounds sure. like cucumber patch, which is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he would be the herbology professor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh dang. Mm-hmm. Professor Cumberbatch. Uh, welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode we watch a movie, and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts given to us via our contextual computer. All of this is to say, we don't know how we're going to talk about this movie until the computer tells us how to talk about this movie. And then we're just puppets for the, the computer's little game. Uh, joining me as ever in this torturous experience of love and fun are my dearest friends and co-hosts mr david gutchy it sounded like you were ripping the skin off a deer when you said the word dearest hi my name's david and matthew bond hi <laughs> yeah that's why little... you start with me what one of these is one of these was a little less graphic than the other <laughs> You did the thing with your mouth. That's I fair. just put That's words fair. to what you hey, but created. Speaking of the killing of a sacred deer, <gasps> the movie we're discussing today is from the director, Yorgos Lanthimos. Thank you for saying it. Uh, you're welcome. Somebody uh, had to. 
the film we are discussing is 2018's The Favorite. Yay. The Academy Award nominated and winning film starring Olivia Coleman, Emma Stone, Rachel Weiss, Nicholas Holt, other people, lots of ducks. <laughs> Dude, and some bun buns. And some oh. bun buns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine bun bun, what's your emergency? Oh, um, anyway. interesting. Is that like a, you know, if somebody starts a fire in a bakery? Yes. Cool. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> the favorite for those who haven't seen it is currently streaming on HBO Go. It's a recent uh, release, so hopefully you can track it down pretty easily. Uh, it's it's about the story of uh, of two women who are battling for the love and favor of uh, Queen Anne of England, who is uh, a sad, lonely, just deeply heartbreaking person. Yeah, that's, with that's a, a good lot way of maladies, yep. both yep. mental and physical, mm. uh, and uh, their rivalry more or less destroys this the queen yeah uh and ruins her more or less continually ruins her uh, her life like makes her miserable uh while at the same time uh you know it's a romp it is a a romp it's a weird it's a weirdly funny dark comedy with some very heavy elements and uh and a lot of foppish britishness yeah And some anachronisms. It's it's like a very specific tone uh, that this movie carries off that not a lot of other movies, uh, I think, try. No, it put me on my heels. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. when I first saw it. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting yeah. down, but um, oh, I, was, I stand for movies. <laughs> hey, I stand for. Movies. You know what? I stand for movies. I stand Hashtag for movies. I stand for movies. <laughs> I stand for movies. Oh, jeez. You know, here's a question. Here's the first context. Oh, okay. (laughs) This is comes from the David computer. So can you say it like a computer? No, I can't. Oh, come on. It's like some people can't do the robot. I can't do a computer voice. You can't? No, I can't. I don't I want to hear you try. Make me. Okay. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Okay. Just just for just for the biscuit. I gotta risk it for the biscuit. Do it for the vine. Risk it for the biscuit. Um What does a computer sound like? Let's see. Oh, this is the context. Okay. How would this movie be different if it were called The Top Two? Because, <laughs> like, that kind of removes the central conflict, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What if we just called it The Top Two and then no one's hurt? And they everybody both, wins. They both get to be yeah, equally they important. Just, they're just the top two. <laughs> there's no favorite. They both. Yeah, well, yeah. the problem is there's only one apartment adjacent to the queen's bed. Ah, that's true. That is true. They can move into one of those bunny huts. Bunny huts. There's a lot of bunny huts. Into the bunny hut. <laughs> I want my bunny hut. Bunny hut. Bunny hut. So that was my first context for you. How's yeah, that? Yeah. No, I, I. Is that uh, how the show works? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not. But then again. It could be, yeah. <laughs> but you know what else? What it won't be. Oh, <laughs> you guys yeah, want to move on to yeah. a real context? Yeah. I do. All right, guys. Feminist theory. Feminist theory. Ladies. This is uh, kind of the most perfect movie for this mm-hmm. uh, that we've had in a while. Which I think since the last most perfect movie we had for this, which I believe was uh, Booksmart. Booksmart. I think so, yeah. 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 <laughs> Which was just a, we just danced. We were all just yeah. like, oh, hooray, this movie is really good at feminism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. The, this movie is a is a, is a very interesting uh, 
take for feminist theory. Yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't have as much of like Booksmart had the uh, women supporting women <laughs> aspect of feminism. This mm. one does not. Yeah. No, but <laughs> but it does show a lot of female power. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like uh, the political machinations of smart and strong women who are also ruthless and cruel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, and weird. Um, yes. I did kind of appreciate a lot of the time, like this sort of toxic triangle that we had established in this movie where, you know, one person treats somebody like Sarah as a character does a lot of negging, does a lot of yep. uh, putting down of the queen, a lot of uh, pretty blatant angry manipulation. And mm. uh, and that's something often reserved for male characters. And one kind of feminist film theory is like, what about giving roles to women that are just by default man for no reason, yes. for, for not actually a real reason? Men aren't any more likely to be like that necessarily. Why not put a woman in it? And this movie felt like that for like multiple roles. Like Sarah's role felt like they were like, oh, what if it was a what if what if she just like ladies and that was how it worked? Ta-da, easy. Mm-hmm. And the movie's still really good. It just features three women and no men in the inner triangle as opposed to what might have been one woman and two men. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I kind of like that. And Mm -hmm. like all the women, like men exist in their world. They don't exist in the men's world, which is something that like is very, very huge in this movie. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. This scene where my personal, just the world's greatest scene is when she jerks him off. On the bed. I, was, I was actually just going to talk about that. But that movie, but that movie, that whole movie. Of, it feels of her, like a whole movie. It did feel like a there's whole no, movie. There's no hand job scene in the history of film. Nope, I take that back. There's one hand job scene in the history of film that isn't the most awkward thing possible, mm. and that's in Moonlight. Hey, fair. But actually. like, oh God, yeah. This nice. one and The Master and yeah. literally any other example. Yeah. What about the one in... Uh, uh, Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was where he almost awkward. gets killed. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. I don't know if that counts as a hand job <laughs> so much as a hit job, masturbation. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's a good point. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, masturbation yeah. job. That's masturbation job. Oh, is there a word for giving yourself a hand job? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is great. I knew this podcast was worth something. <laughs> I learned. I find it's like my fair Davy. <laughs> My fair <laughs> teaching Davey. me, teaching me oh. how, to, how to speak. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah, boy, governor, <laughs> learning, governor, learning about words about hand jobs, eh? <laughs> anyway, my the hand jobs. I don't know any of the music from my fair. Lady. No, keep going. Okay. Damn. Yeah, see, I'm not your fucking dog. That was. <laughs> you just I'm made not him do dog, a robot dog. voice. You I know, did, and it wasn't dog. good. <laughs> I'm not the dog dog. Don't let him hear that. <laughs> You're the dog now dog. <laughs> You're the dog now dog. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to say that to Rooney later. I'm just going to go up to You're the dog now dog. <laughs> She'll be like, I she'll always was. She's like, yo, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll just give me a very sad look. Oh, the hand, Rooney. The hand job scene, I think, is a great example of men existing in the world of women because she's in the forefront of the camera. He is an afterthought. It's literally their wedding night and she's, she's thinking beyond him. He is a means to an end. And that again is something that usually women are used for in period pieces. And so it's just, it's like one of those classic fun ways to flip the table instead of just turning it around. Yeah. It's a flip them ups. It's a little flip them up. Well, let's consider it like this too. She, uh, Abigail engages in two 
digital, which is to say via hand, sexual <laughs> encounters mm-hmm. that are both for the purposes of her own personal gain. True. One of them she treats very flippantly, which is that hand job. She's just like, let's get this over with while I talk about my own shit. And to be fair, he did love it. He did get off. (laughs) Which is kind of wild. He was just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, I guess he's he's into it. They have have an interesting dynamic. Maybe that's what he wanted. But the other one was with uh, Queen Anne, who Mm -hmm. she treats very tenderly and very lovingly. Knowing that it's the same ultimate thing of her doing this for power mm. her doing this to get in the good graces yeah i mean that's one interpretation of it i suppose yeah but i suppose there's an interpretation where she actually just really loves Queen that, Anne, that is you know? actually something i was just thinking but and like, you can continue your thought but i think that's yeah. worth pursuing that's in worth this looking. context actually mm-hmm, absolutely but um I, you know i would say that there's there's something to be said for um you know technically it's not just about station because he though they're married at this point is the reason that her station rises is because of her marriage to him. So you'd think that she would be really interested in keeping him happy as happy as possible, right. but she doesn't give a shit. She's like, we're no. married. I'm just going to yeah. do my own thing and jerk you off. And that's it. Wow. Uh, whereas with the queen, you know, obviously stationed quite a bit higher, but she's already on good terms with the queen. This is her way of boxing out Sarah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. but also, you know, she doesn't treat it. She doesn't treat it like an afterthought. She doesn't treat it as like a, like a secondary thing. It is a very active, very yeah. intimate, uh, experience. Yeah. And I, I wonder if there's something to be said for the showcasing of female pleasure. There's something in a lot of movies where a woman is intent is like seducing and giving uh, a male character, you know, pleasure f- for the sake of the man. Um, I see. You don't see it as often with women, partially because you don't see as many uh, narratives of women who have sexual yeah. uh, interactions. But when you do, it's usually much more mutual. Mm-hmm. You know, it's two people who are very much in love and they're sort of interacting. You don't see as much of that angle of I'm going to give you this. It's like a it's like a gift almost. True. Mm-hmm. Um in a way that you don't normally see uh, between two women. And I could be just reading into that a bit, but I, I do think that that's a significant way of reading into the the way these women are so focused on their relationships to each other that their relationships to the men around them are so superfluous. Oh, yeah. So in a way, in a way, they are still, this movie is still, the main three characters are still more or less defined by their relationships. It's just their relationships to other women around them and not to the men who they're interacting with as much. Right. Um, Those are like secondary relationships to them. Absolutely. Uh, And that's fascinating. Fun. Yeah. Fun. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) So here's, here's something to bring up that I think is a, the only sort of like little wrinkly boy that I can see, which was the name of the protagonist in Wrinkle in Time, I think. <laughs> yeah, Wrinkly I think. Boy. Wrinkly yeah. Boy. Wrinkly the, Boy. The little kid, Charles Wallace, was Wrinkly Boy was his nickname. Yeah. Wrinkly Boy. Um, we all know this. We all know this. We all know this. <laughs> David, you're wasting our time. Sorry. I just love saying things that everybody knows. Wrinkly Boy, for instance. Uh, so in this movie... Everybody knows the, Wrinkly Boy. <laughs> Sorry. 
just had to get that song going. No, it's good. Uh, you got it going. Thanks. So <laughs> that football away. That's <laughs> <laughs> what that is. I'm sorry. I think the only wrinkly boy in this movie was that you could you could make the argument that even though the top three characters in this movie easily the ma- three main characters no argument are women and they represent different parts of the spectrum of being a woman in power or less than power or in some sort of station they still all have some kind of harmful tropes about women mm-hmm. in all of them uh, the only one that the queen really has is that she's defined by her tragedy that she can't be a mother, which is a problem. Like a lot, there are a lot of women that get kind of fridged because they can't have kids. Mm. And, I mean, Padme is like number one. Oh, she, God, she's yeah. like, I can't have kids, so I might as well die. I die. Like, what? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> are you right. serious? Like, that's <laughs> horrible. And this is less than that. Like, she finds a way to be a good person, but it clearly defines her in a way that a lot of people are tired of seeing in movies. They're like, yeah, we get it. People are sad when they can't have kids. That can't be the only thing that makes women sad other than like being raped and not having kids. It's like, what? Right. What else is there that can make you (laughs) sad? So there's that. And you could kind of do a mean girls style. Women are only nice to each other when it gets them higher in society thing for both Sarah and Abigail. And that's kind of unfortunate as well. Like mm-hmm. they're re- the queen is the only one that really represents someone who is just trying to like be a person. Yeah. They're very duplicitous. The, yeah. the characters in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and they're very realistic. Like 100%. Wow. They're well written. Yeah. In, in the way that they, they, they feel, they right. feel real within the world. <laughs> yeah, of the film. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, f- I don't know yeah. if I would meet any of these people on the street <laughs> ever, but <laughs> they, they feel, <laughs> they feel good. Yeah. They feel mm. nice. Yeah. Well, they don't feel nice. They, they don't feel, feel nice. very mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And it's interesting that both Sarah and Abigail, well, playing to be the favorite of the queen, Oh yeah, the title. <gasps> well, they're trying to play the favorite to the, of the queen. I, uh, 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 they're doing it from different angles. Like you brought up the yeah. nagging angle that mm-hmm. Sarah goes with, and Abigail is very, very doting mm-hmm. and very, right. uh, very sweet. So it's like they take the opposite perspectives, but they both kind of end up struggling. But they're both being manipulative. They're both being manipulative, and I think Anne recognizes it in both of them. Yep. Uh, and which is very sad. It's very sad. Yeah. Anne is so God. fucking sad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> such a such a well written, tragic character, beautifully performed. Mm. I mean, I think we can all agree Olivia Coleman fucking earned the Deserved shit out it. of that Oscar Absolutely. that she 100%. won. Yeah. They should recut this movie where she gets an Oscar at the end. <laughs> After it like fades to bunnies, there's like an Oscar presentation <laughs> to Queen Anne in canon. Like it's like, listen, we can't even wait till the Oscars. Here it is right now. Yeah. First take it. Oh man, oh, it's so good. It's like the end of Monty Python, where it just zooms out and it's real life. And, <laughs> but there's an Oscar presentation. Yes, just like the end of Monty. It's just like the end of Monty just Python. Like, yeah. That's what this movie needed more of. Monty Python. Yeah, <laughs> it's British. It's British. It's British. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> well, guys, do you want to do another yes, context? <laughs> yeah. Prequel or sequel, what would a movie before or a movie after this movie be about? Oh, a new context. Prequel or sequel, what would a movie before or after this movie be about? Oh, cool. Okay. After. Yeah. We could do we could do we both. Could do both. We could do Let's either. Do both. It or either. Why okay. Not both? Okay. Okay. So okay, what would ha- what's what do we think is gonna happen after the favorite? Jeez. 
Yeah. Or like, like what would the what queen would, dies if you had to soon. make a movie about what yeah. happens after the favorite, where would you go with it? Okay, so Sarah was exiled with her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh Abigail is still in still Court of the in, Queen. I think, yeah. Uh-huh. Um the Queen probably in a sequel would probably be dead. Yeah, she's at that she's point, getting close. Which I don't know what succession would even look like in that case. Would it go to Maybe her? it would be about succession. Yeah. I think a sequel to this movie would yeah, I think it would be them trying to ingratiate themselves with whoever mm. the, the new monarch is oh, supposed shit. to be. Yeah. Interesting. It would be called the Bunny King. Yes. Because those are her children. Sure. So, yes. sure. Or the Duck yeah. King where Horatio just comes in and takes oh. it all. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> there would be a power struggle between ducks and bunnies that would be symbolic <laughs> of the whole thing. Yeah. Like the ducks would be like taking over the space that the bunnies are living in. There'd just be more ducks than bunnies and then they'd be like outbreeding each other. <laughs> oh my God. So wait, so what we're saying is zoomed in at the beginning of the movie. It's like a watership down situation. <laughs> it's like a drama <laughs> with anthropomorphic animals. They're all talking to each other. They're fighting. There's wars, all this. And then by the end of the movie, like maybe the last couple of shots of the movie, it zooms out and it's like, oh, it's a sequel to The Favorite. <laughs> yes. Like the humans okay. just emerge okay. at the very <laughs> end. Hang on a quick the second. The whole movie is just bunnies v duckies. Bunnies Honestly, that's a terrible and amazing <laughs> idea, right? Though, I like, love I love stealth I sequels. I love it. Stealth sequels are the best stealth thing ever. Sequels yes. are the funniest. Uh, ever since like, Split, I yes. love stealth yep. sequels. Yep, the best. And I think there's nothing better than an animated <laughs> stealth sequel to the favorite so that good. zooms out at the very end, and it's just because it's you know Queen Anne's dead body or something, and that's sure. why they've been fighting the whole time. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Or the funeral. Maybe it could be the funeral. Who knows? Something that signifies, oh, and Rachel Weiss is there and she winks. <laughs> so here's where I think it would be. It, it would be like Queen Anne's dying. Yeah. And Rachel Weiss hears about it and she decides she wants to try and get in good with her uh, on a deathbed kind of level. Either mm, like a, a and will it's ambi- kind of level? Yeah, that's mm. the thing. It's ambiguous mm. as to whether it's like because she feels guilty and she wants to make up before Anne dies or whether it's because yes. she knows that Anne has no official heirs. And there might yeah. be a line of succession, but it, I don't know. There, maybe there's some kind of rule where the queen can designate in the event of having no yeah, children who gets to rule in her stead when she dies. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she comes back to try and keep Abigail from getting that position or getting it herself or both or neither. Um, mm. But uh, but then in the end, Queen Anne, who has... Uh, <laughs> More or less lost her mind at this point because mm-hmm. she's very sick. Uh, yeah, she you is. know she 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 says that one of her bunnies gets to be gets to be the new king of England, <laughs> and then it's like that town that has a dog for a mayor. <laughs> yeah, dog. Ooh, dog elected mayor. <laughs> um, that's uh, and then I think it just sparks a comedy of errors where they have mm. to try and figure mm-hmm. out where like the court is debating the whole movie. Like they know it can't be a bunny, but yeah. they still don't know who it will be. But there's nothing in the rules that say a bunny can't be. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be king. Air bun. I yes, kind of air bun. Oh my God. Air bun. H E R. Oh my God. Yes. 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 Air bun is the name of the sequel. That is the name of the sequel. cannot be any other name. Air bun is Every other name is illegal. And then- Air all the other spinoffs would be Air Bunnies. And <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's phenomenal. <laughs> I and you know what? I I mm. honestly think at the end they would just end up making the bunny the king. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what would happen. No, I I thought the that's where you're going from the very beginning. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be like. It, because I could see him making that movie. Like the power like, struggles just so get so immense that everyone just gets fed up and they're like, yeah. fuck it, the bunny's the king <laughs> yeah. now. And it's absurd. Because yeah, you know absurd. what? Yeah. He loves making absurd movies. Yeah. He literally made a movie where people get turned into animals. Like, yeah, he so could make a movie about again, a bunny except it's king. ducks and bunnies. What yeah. if it's a crossover with the lobster? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is about the birth of the hotel where they turn people into animals in the lobster. <laughs> that castle becomes the hotel. No. Yeah. Wow. Or they like open that hotel wow. and it's like, sure. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> something dumb like that. That's great. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Airbun, okay. Airbun is the thing. Airbun, Airbun is for I real. can't, I can't, I can't let that out of my heart. It's wow. so good. <laughs> Don't it's, keep it in there. It's so beautiful. I can't, Lock it down. I can't keep it, and I gotta let it out. I know I said all other titles are illegal. Yeah. And so I'm gonna come up with another idea that doesn't <laughs> have a title. Okay. Okay. The the more on a more serious note, I would actually be very intrigued to watch a sequel to this movie, based on if the heir is Abigail, mm-hmm. which is kind of, you know, I like if you were to guess she might, you know, if, if that's how it works, which I don't know if the queen can just say, yeah, this person's my favorite. They get to be queen. Now it would be very fascinating to get to watch her be like, yeah, I finally got it. Oh baby. Yeah. And then go through like the same horrible struggles of everybody sucking up to her. Yeah. And how, oh, sure. how interesting that would be because she had just done it. Yeah. It'd be a cool sequel to like a cycle. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Kind of she's fun. like desperately trying to to do better than Anne did, but like right. things tragedies keep befalling her. And it becomes it becomes more about like it's not just that Anne was like an unlucky person, it's that being the queen yeah. is an inherently unlucky position to be in. Mm-hmm. Because tragedy is just gonna follow you around mm-hmm. because you're the queen. Everything that happens to you is huge. Yeah. And it, nobody really loves you. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. the implication of the favorite as a movie is like the queen can't have friends. Yeah. Cause, cause nobody, you can't trust anybody cause they're just trying to get your money. Get your yeah. money. Is there a happy character in the favorite? Yes. That guy was masturbating in the car. Well, excuse me, giving himself a hand job. <laughs> oh, it was funny. I thought you were going to correct car. But I-, <laughs> I did too. Uh, I, <laughs> But yeah, like thinking mm-hmm. about it now, is this a movie that's just purporting that there's no one who's actually happy? It's a very real possibility. Yeah. I mean, it ends that way. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I, I just don't think that there's anyone in the movie who's genuinely pleased with like any decision. Those bunnies well, are chasing their bliss. Maybe Harley seems to get close to what he wants. Yeah, yeah that's true. He, <laughs> he gets to become the prime minister. Yeah, yeah. he sets up that marriage. He kind of pretty that's much everything true. that he wants ends he up happening. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah, he got to be the PM too. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. What a great guy. Happy birthday, Harley. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Hot take. I think that guy that was running around dodging that fruit was very happy. He was chatting. He was, he was smiling. Like, yeah, having he kind of a yeah. fun time. He was like, having a grand blast. And to be honest, I think I would too. If <laughs> yeah. someone was like, be naked, it's your job, hold your pee pee, and dodge these maidos, I would be down. Yeah. If that was my job. Do you want to test that right now? Uh, give me money. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> How about the promise of money? Hmm. I've done weirder things for the promise of money. <laughs> Name them. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably safe. I had yeah. to think about all of the laws. And then I, and then I said no. <laughs> all of the laws. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh, Kanye. Uh, I'm having a day where I'm just songs. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. Those are sequel ideas. Do we have any other sequel ideas? Yeah, no. I don't know if we can have any sequel ideas that are better than... No. <laughs> Certainly not better than Airbun. I mean, no, no, nothing's better than Airbun. Airbun is the Good tops. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the flops. Oh, the it oh, is. Or the hops because they bounce with their legs. <gasps> IPAs. Can okay. Is that, here's a question. Everyone knows you a, know, a bunny's a bunny's favorite bunnies beer is an IPA. Absolutely. Because of all the hops. Yeah. Super hoppy. Uh I wonder. You know how birds can't walk? Uh they no. waddle? They have to like hop. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was can bunnies those, yeah, walk? Or do bunnies have to jump with both legs every time? Like, do they have to hop? Or can bunnies walk like a cat? I guess when they walk, it looks more like one of those, like a crawl, like a military crawl. Uh, Also, they get down prone position and and they strap their gun to their back and their legs bend. I'm also not certain that birds can't walk is a true. Birds can't walk. Okay. (laughs) Dogs can't look up. Birds can't walk. That's true. I'm just just not sure that that's a fact. (laughs) Look it up. Birds can't walk. Okay. I am looking up, unlike a dog. Hey, dogs can't do Google searches. Is what you meant, right? Is that I mean, what you that's meant? what Edgar Wright meant. Hey, yeah. Hey, <laughs> what about prequels? Yeah, what about prequels? Do we have any ideas for that? I mean, I, I guess thought the- episode three was pretty good. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, the mm. the <gasps> the obvious one I think is like something to do with Anne and Sarah when they're younger. Mm. Oh, like when they meet. Yeah, when yeah. they actually had, like knew each other, or like at least. Her father was still alive, and Sarah knew her mm-hmm. father better. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah. Like interesting. That. Interesting. It has to it, be before her father sold her off. Oh yeah. Wait, are we talking about Abigail? Not Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Abigail's because Abigail's the, the oh yeah. yeah you were talking also, about Anne and Sarah. Did I say oh, sorry. Abigail? No, you I meant Sarah. Anne and Sarah. Yeah, Anne and Sarah. Oh, is who, sorry, is who you said, and then and then I, I think I moved you, off to yeah. I was I, also I, thinking yeah. Abigail <laughs> as younger. When timing wise, we could still get that. Yeah, parallel. No, yeah, we get both. both? If it was a prequel, like, and that's the context. It's not that a is. separate movie yeah. that exists independently of the favorite. It is a prequel, so that could yeah, be interesting. Sure. It would be interesting to see, like, when exactly Sarah did get into Anne's favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is like, that where she was? Before. Is that a? So I'm learning a lot of new words. Is favor a euphemism for vagina? Yes or no? Uh, mm. Yes. Now. Okay. Yes. Cool. Depends on the context. Yeah. Sure. A. Hey. Hey. Uh, this show. Uh, this, <laughs> uh, this show. <laughs> so, yes. Hey, must be cool. the show. Um, <laughs> Let's see. So, then a prequel would actually be it's going back to Star Wars again, baby, because it's a well that will never run dry. I think it would be a similar experience watching a love story between Anne and Sarah about how they find each other, become friends, and they're both like, oh, I could kind of get into this whole sex thing with you. And they do that, and it's a romance. It's a just like a rising action and a happy story where it's kind of like a, you know forbidden love because she's the queen, she can't get ruined or whatever. But they had a hot fling for a long time. There are lots of letters. So that could be a, just a good romantic movie. Yeah. It would be Maybe. so sad to watch as a prequel yeah. because you know where it's going. So it would be like complicated in that way. True. Might be cool. Yeah. And we could even go deeper in that direction where yes. Anne is in love with, well, she was together with a knight that just like, just had so much promise. <laughs> 
And then so at the last second, he just turned to the bad side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the naughty zone. And, and you know, yeah, he yeah. was the chosen one. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was the chosen yeah. one. And he like mm. gets gets violent with, with her and she's like praying with twins and everything. But instead of her dying and the twins live, the twins die and she lives. Oh yeah, nice. Um, okay. That's and cool. then and clearly that, that night goes on. I mean on she to, had seventeen miscarriages. Yeah. She definitely slept with a man at some point. Yeah. So there would have to be some conflict there. Yes. But would he turn into a robot person at the end? See, that's where I think it would change. I that's think I think not. Yeah, maybe like not. not. Just wooden. <laughs> what if he would just have wooden parts? <laughs> what if? Yeah. What if Yorgos Lanthimos is like, I'm going to do a prequel trilogy. It's literally just the Star Wars prequels, but it's set in the world of the favorite, <laughs> and with obeys the rules of the favorite. Everything about the it's like has mm-hmm. to be the favorite somehow. But otherwise, it is exactly the same plot wise. <laughs> I and how good you are at duck racing depends on like what like these things in your blood. Now is. that's duck <laughs> racing. <laughs> no, that's yes. great. Yeah, yeah. So I think the the name of those uh, because it's it's a society based on um, parliament and debate and things like that is pretty Boreans. Pretty Boreans. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's uh, <laughs> that's what gives people the power to really rise up in society. Yes, is pretty boring. Yes, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, there already are a lot of boring Senate scenes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. To be seen, you just turn it into Parliament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess Parliament was the wrong word. They they didn't have Parliament. Senate scenes or whatever. Well, I mean, the favorite has a Parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the PM. And- the PM. They have a PM. They do. Excuse me. I need to go take a PM real quick. <laughs> a, t- a Tylenol PM? Uh, uh, well, yeah, sure. Sliding yeah, into cool. those PMs. Sliding into those PMs. <laughs> <laughs> do you think pills ever flirt? <laughs> like if, so a, if an acetaminophen gonna... is like, hey, I'm going to slide into those PMs, those Tylenol <laughs> PMs. Do you guys want to do another context? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but Airbun for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Star Wars Star Wars prequels <laughs> but the favorite yeah yep. honestly I would be pretty into as uh-huh. well yeah actually I would watch that faster than Air Bun I think because yeah. that is so ambitious and will be a disaster <laughs> yeah that's true no question <laughs> it's the dumbest Tough. idea for it's, someone oh, to be like idea. I'm gonna remake these movies no one likes but in a different time period based on my IP <laughs> yeah based on my IP <laughs> that is also like kind of obscure yeah and said so won't weird. fit at all <laughs> so weird I love it yeah me too I'd, I'd be into it I'd get oh, down yeah. on it yeah <gasps> I'd go down on it yes into its favor I Westworld this movie is a theme park what's the theme who's a robot and who's real Westworld the favorite is a theme park Who's a robot and who's real? Oh, boy. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, well, geez. I've got one human in mind. Okay. Okay. Um, for, oh, sorry. For those who haven't listened before, the, this is a context about the relating to the show Westworld in which there's a theme park that's a bunch of cowboys and whatever, and humans can go and interact with the cowboy robots, but so you don't know necessarily who's a robot and who's a person. And yeah. that's what this is about. That's fun. And David always misunderstands it and thinks you know, you're supposed to make a theme park like Westworld based on the favorite. You could, no, you could do both. Which you yeah. could. You could say that the movie The Favorite yeah. is 
the filmed actions of someone in a Westworld style theme park. Which I do you know, like. That's, like. And that's the intention. The, the yeah. That's one of the intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The alternate take is if there was a favorite theme park, like... <laughs> You what would, would you do? What would you do? What would you do? <laughs> Tell me what you would do. Where would you go? What would you ride? What would it be like? Would yeah. you get those big turkey drummies? Mm, I think that I would, would be the shit. Yeah. Yeah. There would just be a tent called Stripped and Whipped. <laughs> yeah. I said that twice. And yeah, I was like, yeah. hmm, that's a fun thing. It's about as sexual as Westworld. So that, yeah. that, that fits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say on a scale of one to Westworld, it's Westworld. <laughs> although I will say that the sex the sex in this movie is almost, uh, is almost always... Um, shunted into some alternate version like uh yeah, like that scene of them chasing each other in the woods yeah which was yeah. super and fucking wrestling fun. and like and fighting and fighting yeah. punching like, each other oh my that god was so good so fucking funny. that was well choreographed too it was yeah. it was very well done um okay so who's your human i think i think it's got to be harley He's the yeah. most anachronistic oh, character. Yeah. Okay. He has the most blunt yeah. shit. He pushes her down it. in the ditch because he's like, you're a robot. I yeah. don't care. He right. doesn't care. It's like in a video game where you're like, oh, they're not doing what I want. And then you just like shoot because you're like, well, like, I can do this. Like you're just hitting all the buttons and then you kill them by accident. <laughs> you're like, and he probably thought after that, oh, now I have to load my save. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I pushed her. I didn't mean to push push. Uh, but he did. Yeah. Something like that. It's all blase fair. I also... <laughs> mm, <laughs> Build a Blasio fair. Uh, I don't like it either. I have an alternate theory, but we can we can run through some other ones. What, okay. What, who are some like Harley's definite robots? Mm. I I feel like the queen has to be the queen's got to be robot. She's got to be a robot because she's an objective yep. to yep. Sarah and Abigail, who are humans. And that's, she's and she's an like theory, first yeah. generation robot, so that's why she's yep. got a malfunctioning phone. Yep. Oh, her shit. face is melting a little bit, <laughs> no. but they oh, leave her in because no. like yeah. they, she's developed she's so much yeah. unique personality and. They realized that I think there was a debate among the uh, favorite world people, mm-hmm. which is not as catchy as Westworld. But, <laughs> no. but they said, bear Fave with world. us. <laughs> favorite world. Yeah, favorite world's better. Favorite world. So, I, yeah, that's fine. That's good. I think there was a debate at some point between the favorite world people that some of them wanted to pull her and replace her. Mm-hmm. But the others were like, no, no, no. Too many humans are obsessed with her. And her idiosyncrasies, and they're using those idiosyncrasies to get to her. We can't put a perfect robot in there. It won't work. It won't be the same. This one has a narrative, and it has to continue to break down so that it's still appealing and vulnerable to these humans so they can live out their dreams of having sex with a broken robot. (laughs) I just had an idea. Yeah. That is like... (laughs) In, that is kind of incredible, and I kind of wish this was real. Okay, <laughs> it could be. What if the favorite mm. is is the most elaborate, carefully constructed, and most challenging role playing game of all time? Yes, where the objective of the guests is to become as powerful yeah. as humanly possible in the British court. Yes, yeah, I I think that's kind of what it is. Yeah. And so totally the goal there. is to like yeah. is to get through like get as politically engaged and like and and outwit everyone mm-hmm. and like get ingratiated to the robots in just the right way learn what everyone likes and dislikes yep. and get yourself yes. positioned so that you get to be 
Harley, the prime minister, or you get to be the personal mm. assistant of the mm-hmm. queen, or you get to marry someone, you know, wealthy and important. Yeah. Or on your first playthrough, you get sold into slavery and your dad burns his house down. <laughs> yeah. You have to like make a new character. Yeah. Like, or it's in. like, or it's like a training sim for British politicians. <laughs> who <laughs> a just, training a sim. A training sim who for people who want to get really good at, at also politics. Also that, it would be useful in both ways. Yeah. Yeah. The practical education of it. Oh, man, that is such a... That's actually such a good idea, especially because a lot of MMOs have the appeal of, like, everybody's trying to become the best one. Yeah. And what better way to become the best one than everybody being nice to each other on the outside, but nasty on the inside. And that's where all the weird weird little idiosyncrasies of this movie come up. That's Mm -hmm. why there are, like, duck races and shit, like, (laughs) things that are ridiculous, because the Westworld theme park's like, fuck it, here's some fucking ducks. (laughs) (laughs) They race them. Uh, or there's like the dancing, like the dancing yeah, is so ludicrous that there's no way that would have been pre-programmed. <laughs> I bet you that was mm. a human and a robot dancing, and the human was like, "How fucking weird can I make this yeah. robot dance?" Yeah. <laughs> Which is what happened in this scene at the end of the movie, Annihilation. Yes, <laughs> where exactly just, like what happened at like, the end of well, the how same game, different I, skins. Yeah, same game, different skins. <laughs> they just rehash the same thing over and over. Lazy developers. <laughs> I really what like is that this, Bethesda? idea. Um, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I think uh, I think that's a really good. I think that's like a great, a unifying theory. That's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Now, I think the queen's a robot. Mm-hmm. I think because she represents like the main quest, the ultimate objective: get as close to the queen as you can, and maybe even usurp the queen. You know, who are some who are some other people that could be robots or could be humans? Like how much of the court do you think is robots? Well, definitely uh, Masham is a robot. I think yep, that, that you, mm. you can like, okay. that could be it's one like path. It's like you have to kind of yeah. court them to yeah, get you okay. into a higher position of power. That's good. Uh, and maybe Abigail's just like trying to like, trying to cheese it by doing the weirdest seduction possible. Like how <laughs> much can yeah. I abuse this robot yes. and have it still fall in love yeah, with me? That's a great, oh, I like that. Um, I actually, I also like the idea of, um, I think Sarah and her husband are both humans mm-hmm. and he is, sure. instead of wanting to stay around and do the court stuff, he wants to go off and do a war mm-hmm. uh, stuff. mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants to go off and like lead the army. Yeah, that's good. Uh, in like a, in like a classic, whatever era that is um yeah uh, uh battle between the british yeah. and the french yeah and so they split off and she's like all right mm. i'll be over here doing royal court stuff and yeah it's like all right i'll be over here shooting yeah. or whatever we do but they still talk on xbox live yeah <laughs> well they have to coordinate <laughs> so that same party. she can convince the queen to do what he wants exactly the military yep. yes. so. yeah no it works out nicely they they control both branches from the inside <laughs> i think there's a possibility that there are only like three or four humans yeah. in the favorite. Yeah. And that most of it is robot. Yeah. Because yeah. like most of the other characters in this movie or people even, they're not even characters, are just maids or servants or staff yep. or just random parliament People members. who you can't imagine anyone wanting to sign right. up for that. Yeah. yeah. No one's like, I got to throw some pigeons so I can level up in this game. <laughs> Unless. Unless. No, we can't. Nope. Yep. Damn it. We keep doing that. We is do it a lot. Is yeah, there an un-TM? A tribute, a tribute, a tribute. A tribute, a tribute, a tribute. Let's say A tribute. A tribute, a tribute, a tribute. 
<laughs> Falcor. <laughs> Let's just shorthand for that is Falcor. <laughs> Perfect. Someone talks too long, you talk about John Adams. Somebody says something that is someone else's idea, you say Falcor. <laughs> All right. The John Adams things. We do. We really I do. This movie's perfect. Yeah, it. uh, it's fine. true. So I think there's a chance that Cube. there are. <laughs> no, I just happen to have a chance cube on hand. <laughs> there we go. Prequels. Part of the prequels. Yeah. Prequels. Every one of them has to have one. <laughs> That though that those are tasks that you do at like very low levels. Yeah. Like when you first enter the game, you have to just like you have to level up by doing boring stuff. Every game has that where it's like carry this hay from one place to another. Oh boy, how fun! <laughs> Gather five badger skins for me, the merchant. That, that stuff that would yeah. explain why Abigail starts off as like a scholarly yeah. maid and works her way up from yeah, there for sure. Yeah, because she's like, I gotta get as close to the queen as I can, so I'll do whatever menial labor it takes. To level up, so she's she's a new player entering the game. As a, Sarah's I, been there yeah, a while, yeah. And like her husband, they they go there a lot. They go there a lot. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, this is their. She is the woman in black. This is their fun sometimes. time. That's true. Mm-hmm. She gets that thing on her face. She gets that thing. She gets hey. that thing on her face. Um, mm-hmm. the uh, and then like some of the other parliamentary people, but yeah, this is Abigail entering the world, and because she's entering, she has to mm-hmm. start at the bottom. You're yep definitely onto something yeah. there that could be fun. so maybe there are more humans than i originally thought but well I, I do still well, think that the majority of them yeah are yeah. robots well yeah, probably. whoever the head of like the opposition party to harley's party i can't remember mm-hmm. what his name is but yeah. he's the one that has the duck ratio yes. i feel like he's oh, just yeah. in it for the duck racing and like yeah you get <laughs> you get so good at a certain point you end up it ends up becoming like a tamagotchi pet where yes. like your duck is just like what you take care of like it's just <laughs> yes. another thing you have to like that's yeah. a game in and of itself there's like a sub community <laughs> for yeah. the duck racers <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like the 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 duck race is in Shenmue. Yeah. Or like if you can Chocobo and, exactly. uh, and Final in Fantasy. Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's yep. like their version of Gwent. Like every every like fantasy game yeah. has that kind of like mini game that people sometimes focus <laughs> and they everything say, you know on. What? Yeah. <laughs> you ignore the queen objective. Yeah. The only so and many yet, people can get that anyway. We're ducking. And yet he's still the prime minister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He somehow made it to prime minister. He's, he's so good at the duck races. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got prime minister and he realized that was probably the furthest he could get. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well... Or what that's else how he I got into the duck races. Oh, so he they wouldn't to... let him in, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm the prime minister. You have to let me duck race." Now. So it's either the two most prestigious things to do in Faveworld are court the queen mm-hmm. or duck racing, or or, or <laughs> just being it. in the duck races is just like it's a very exclusive group that gets yeah. to do mm-hmm. it. Like it's a limited number of people are allowed to do it. It's like I see. Okay. Yeah. There's team. Are the ducks robots or humans? The duck, well, mm-hmm. humans, obviously. <laughs> I want to say they're ducks. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't think about the twist. third category. Tw- yeah. Twist, they're ducks. <laughs> oh my god, they were ducks the whole time. And Abigail's also a duck. Is that what we're saying? Probably. Yes. Okay. She rose suspiciously fast through the ranks. You know who else Only I think a is a is a that. human. Uh, who? who totally misread the situation? Who's that? The guy who jerked off in the. In the <laughs> oh yeah, God! He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to this place. It's where everybody gives themselves handjobs." He thought it. Mm, he thought it was a like. You <laughs> thought he was jerking off at a robot because it's fucking oh, like it's a Westworld thing. You can do whatever yeah. you want. And then he got perma banned. And then he. Re- <laughs> he <laughs> That's did. why he never shows yep. up again. Yeah. It's because they were like, yeah. "You just jerked off in front of one of our other customers." <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I, I thought she was a robot. You guys are really good at making robots. <laughs> um, that is what. 
he would sound like. Yeah, it's yeah, probably totally. his voice, yeah. That's actually a good point. That was definitely a human, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because He's like, I'm going to jerk off people. at you mm-hmm. like Louis C.K., and then I'm going to dump you out of a carriage into the mud. Like Louis C.K. Like Louis C.K. Like Louis C.K. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, wow, wow. This is, this is a yeah. pretty, this is a pretty good one, actually. I think it, some some movies aren't as I think. Uh, what, I think we did Face Off once, <laughs> Face and that off. one was tough. That yeah. one's tough, but <laughs> also one was like tough. fucking amazing. I love yeah. that movie, but this this movie like is a social climbing story. Yeah, and so it works very well yeah. for a the, a fantasy that one might want. To. It's Plus, already it got achieve. like a gamification element. Yeah, yeah. and also Fun. it helps that it's a period piece too. I think that's always mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. because everything is transported out of yeah. our current situation. Whereas yeah, like yeah. Face Off is like kind of a modern movie set in LA yeah. and you're like, so you're just a person living in LA, but this is like you're <laughs> yeah. living oh, in the fun. British Royal Court yeah, in, this, like, in yeah. this older era. Yeah. You're right. That's that. That <laughs> gives it same with Westworld. It's a period piece. So yeah, that makes sense. Huh. Um, cool. <laughs> what What would you want to do in oh, in the favorite world? world? I mean, duck racing obviously is good. Yeah, I'd like good to race option. a duck. If you could get yeah. into the duck racing, yeah, that would what be a, pretty great. What about like lobster racing? Because that was mentioned but oh, never yeah. on screen. That's right. That's right. Uh, which I enjoyed. Yes. <laughs> they were going to race them, then eat them. Uh, I would get into that. Yeah, I think I'd just eat a, a fuck ton of lobster. Mm-hmm. I'd be it'd be like in in a in a Bethesda game or in like a um what's the other oh my god who did GTA oh, Rockstar Rockstar, Rockstar yeah. game where they have tons of Easter eggs that actually like they just drop a little hint and then somewhere in a corner of a map is like this mad scientist doing this weird thing. It'd be like that. Lobster racing is in the game. But it's really hard to find. Like you have to find the pro circuit that's underground. It's not like duck racing where it's happening in the you know in the eyes of everyone. You gotta be you gotta be a true player, <laughs> a real gamer. Well, we already have we already have two instances of people riding off into the woods and coming across weird people that they mm. didn't know were going to be there. True. Mm. There's there's whatever Masham that you know obviously Abigail runs into, but then of course there's Rachel Vice mm. accidentally getting sucked into a brothel. Yes, mm-hmm. that was a weird verbiage. Actually, getting trapped in a brothel, <laughs> bra- 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 brothel after falling off her horse. Okay, further proof that Masham is a robot. Yes, mm-hmm. they sent so he would. They uh, maybe no one had ever courted him in quite that way before, and they were kind of improvising with the code and the commands that they were trying to give his AI because he was like, you know. They weren't sure what to do with him. So when he sneaks up on her, I think the only explanation for the sound that he makes when he's sneaking up on her is that someone was like, we don't have any pre-programmed sounds for him to make an animal sound-ish thing. So we're just going to talk into this microphone and it'll come out of his body. And it's just like, (laughs) (laughs) and that's it. Yeah. And that was like his, like, oh, I'm pretending to be an animal. Don't notice me behind this tree. That was a very strange noise. The noise got me so good and (laughs) it came out of nowhere and I loved it so much. Um, so I think that is further proof that he's a robot. Yes. Or is Masham, Masham's storyline maybe was supposed to be like a horror kind of thing. Like he's a serial killer <laughs> oh, in the woods okay. and she like figured out a way to like to hack it or something or just mm. like to trick it into becoming yeah. a romantic plot. Nice. Leverage. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is why she treats him so horribly because that's like the only thing that gets him off. <laughs> <laughs> she unlocked it. She unlocked it. And no one had thought nice. to do this before. Abigail, yeah. so smart. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very resourceful. Yes. Yeah. Mm. True. Mm. Huh. Make it super. Make a superhero movie inspired by this film. Make it super. Make a superhero movie inspired by this film. Now, this context was inspired by a discussion on the podcast Blank Check about The Dark Knight, where they were saying that The Dark Knight is basically a superhero remake of Heat. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Chris Nolan has gotten so close to saying just as much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. And and so the idea of this is we take an existing superhero mm. and say you have to make a superhero mo- a movie about this superhero that is basically a remake of this movie. <laughs> so we have to think of a superhero to make a movie uh, the a remake of the favorite about. Okay, so it has to be an actual superhero. I think I think that's the easiest way to do it. I guess okay. we could make up a superhero, yeah, but I feel yeah. like. I feel like it's more just like, say, a studio's like we're optioning this superhero movie, and a director comes in and is like, "I've got a take." Yeah, well, it's sort mm. of like how Spider-Man: Homecoming is like, yeah, it's like John Hughes, but it's Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, yeah. Spider-Man's a great example because the first thing that popped into my mind was Spider-Man and two of Spider-Man's love interests, <laughs> Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane. Except sure. it's about the two of them Except trying to get about his the favor. Two of them. Yeah. And Emma Stone is still in it. <laughs> yeah. Because she was at one point a love interest of Spider-Man. She was sure, or it could, uh, yeah, that could be good. You know that, or any basically any superhero yeah. that has two love interests. Well, for some reason, my mind went to Aquaman, which is unfortunate because you just recently. Watched <laughs> I, ju- that. I just watched the uh, <laughs> the Aquaman film, but like, like that's another thing where it's like there's a whole like kingdom kind of thing, and people trying to get the power of the king Absolutely. or queen in this mm. case and, yeah there aren't too many uh, there aren't too many royal superheroes there's like no. aquaman and black oh, panther yeah and we haven't seen namor yet yeah but <laughs> that's true royal and dr doom yeah i mean isn't thor, thor's like a prince well technically or, he is the king of asgard at yeah. this point yeah uh and then well, black the, bolt is i guess like the king of the Ooh, there you go black okay. bolt black bolt <gasps> black bolt could what's be the, yeah. what's the woman who was like Medusa? the was that her name? Wait, which which one? Who was like the leader of the Inhumans before? Uh, the one that's like on the throne with him. Yes, Medusa. Yeah, Medusa with okay. the with the hair. So yeah, maybe Medusa with the hair. Medusa with the good hair. Yeah, Medusa with the good hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better call Medusa with the snake hair. Um, there you go. <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. So like a royal angle, that could be good. Yeah. So, at the end of. One of the Marvel movies, I can't remember which one, because it was one that I only saw one time. Mm, but one at some, time. but at some point, uh, Valkyrie is the new ruler of yes Asgard. So what if it's that's, a what if it's Endgame. her? It's Endgame, okay? Because yeah. it feels like the most recent thing to have. Oh my god! And she's what Anne? if Valkyrie that would is be perfect? Is Anne, yeah, and there are two or three or more maybe people, yeah. but since it's a favorite remake it you know it kind of has to be so it could be uh lady sif would be Mm -hmm. sarah role and abigail would be jane foster oh because she's the commoner okay but that's most likely the the new thor yeah Yeah. yes okay okay yeah i like that like this a lot Mm -hmm. in place so the asgardian community is Mm -hmm. the new 
the favorite. Yes. That could be fun. I would watch that. I, yeah. I'm kind of hoping Love and Thunder is some version of that, to be honest. <laughs> it could mm-hmm. be. It could be a lot of fun. Stessa Thompson did say that uh, the king is looking for her queen in this one. So, Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, that that's what it's going to be. So so instead of in with Queen Anne, she's not looking to get married in the favorite. No. As far as we know. Right. She's, she's not looking, looking for, to get like, married. She's looking for affection. She's, yeah. she's lonely. She's sad. She wants... Yeah. She wants to be loved. She wants like a real connection with she somebody. She wants a real connection and she just can't get it. Yeah. She just can't get it. She just can't get it. Can making it super also mean that it becomes like happier in some way? Because it makes me really sad to imagine a Marvel movie in canon that ends like the favorite ends. Yeah. Like that's devastating. That's and that tough. ruins multiple characters' lives and maybe literally they die. Maybe they get exiled. Like that's a... It's a rough movie to put in the Marvel universe. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Infinity War of endings. Yeah. <laughs> Real gut punch. Huh. 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 It's a real gut punch. Yeah. David gut punchy. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't I just can't get hard without it anymore. Um, Makes sense. It's the only thing that does it. Um get hard, die hard. Get hard. <laughs> Get hard for Die Hard over here. Yep. It's a carnival barker trying to get people to jerk off watching Die, <laughs> die Hard. hard. <laughs> Step right up to Get Hard to Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's rigged. <laughs> How? Because no one cannot jerk off to Die mm, Hard. Yep, too um, easy. Too easy. Too easy. Mm. Let's go back to the Thor one because I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Lady Sif. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that trio is perfect too. Yeah. The question yeah. is though, I, I'm I'm still torn over who would be Anne, and uh, if I'm honest with myself, it would be Jane, because no. it's two people who are Asgardians. They've got those okay. like they've got the powers of Asgardians, so they're on a semi equal level. She's the one who is fragile. She's the one who is weaker than them. Okay. Uh, hmm. Physically. And so she's the one that would maybe be the, at least in their minds, the easiest to, you know, torment. That's true. But what would the motivation of courting her be? Because she is Thor's love and they want to get on Thor's good side. Uh, Oh, it's like a double favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like you're trying to get Jane so that then you can get Thor. Or like maybe she... Maybe she Isn't has inherited she? the power of Thor. Yeah, also yeah, that. Well, presume, she is Thor. Yeah, yeah she, that has happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true, which I guess would take away the, the weakness angle, but but I mean, she's still human. But, I mean, in the story where she inherits the power of Thor, it's because she has cancer. Like, she's, like Jane is dying in that story. I did mm. not know that, oh, but yeah. that actually is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so, why not? Yeah, that works out really well. So <laughs> it kind of twists the, the favorite a little bit. Yeah. But in a fun way. Yeah. In like a cool way where they get powers. Yeah. Which is exactly what we're talking about. It's the context. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you get, uh, and then like the residents of New Asgard, uh, they've got like their own internal government shit that they're dealing with. And like she just does not care about that stuff at all. But she's Thor now, so she has to (laughs) weigh in. And so like the matters of state are, are sort of just like the things that are keeping that village together mm-hmm. uh and maybe there's a war going on that she just is like not interested in at all um like mm. there's just like all it could be all the same sort of things but like 
you know, with superheroes and shit. But with yeah. superheroes and shit. I do like that. And Valkyrie could be the Sarah role because she, I feel like, would have a better finger on the pulse of that kind of stuff. Whereas, like, Lady Sif has been kind of shunted to the side. Yeah. Sif hasn't shown up in a long no. time. Yeah. So that would actually be a good way for her to come back into the yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. Is... Uh, mm. Her coming, she's fallen low. She's yes. lost her status, yeah. and she needs to get it back. Get yes. it back. Jane's the best way. Jane's mm-hmm. the best way. Makes sense to me. She she was friends with the old Thor. She needs to be friends with the new Thor. Yeah. Yeah. But the new Thor doesn't know her very well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And then Korg is Holly. Harley, sorry. Harley. Yes. <laughs> I, I love Korg as Harley because it's like the exact polar opposite yeah. in terms of like <laughs> in terms of characterization nice man, he's yeah. just really nice and wants everybody to be he's friends nice and, and stands up for the right things <laughs> yeah he's like the polar okay, whatever, man. opposite so that was actually a very good cork <laughs> um <laughs> i love that character what a beautiful so boy much. such a beautiful mm. boy such a beautiful rock boy mm. beautiful rock boy it's an important detail a lot of Is that beautiful rock <laughs> <laughs> the rock's important <laughs> people forget about about Dwayne. Korg the Rock. <laughs> he is important. You're right. Mm. 100%. Oh. The lifeblood of our cinema. The, the Is he Hobbs or Shaw? He is Hobbs. Cool. Yeah. That's all. Yep. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. And I've <laughs> and only I don't seen really know that one Fast of the Fast and Furious movies that he was in. Does there exist a franchise with like smaller, pettier freaking actors involved? Like, have oh, you seen all like the like movies? the infighting that's going on because Hobbs and Shaw exists? It's so like, weird. Like Tyrese is like going after. He's really? like making fun of the fact that they didn't make that much money, even though they still wow. made quite a bit of money. Because uh, they're like pissed off, like you broke up the family. Oh my god! And somebody, what? one of the writers of uh, one of or a few of the Fast and Furious movies, said that there will be justice for Han, which is like a whole thing with. Fast and Furious because he was a character that was killed off and blah blah blah. Oh jeez. Um, and then. Wow. Uh, Oh, what's her name? Um, spacing on her name. She played Anna Lucia in Kristen Lost. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. She came in. She's like, that writer doesn't know anything about any of this stuff. He sh- he has no place saying any of that stuff. I'm like, what is wrong with everybody in this <laughs> in this franchise? You all <laughs> suck. Yeah, and like Vin Diesel and The Rock can't be in the same room together because yeah. they've been fighing for because, years Because now. of the whole Hobbs and Shaw thing, like wanting to uh, split really? off and do spinoffs and stuff. Jeez. so weird. It's that the is really most weird. petty. And wow. all of them have that contract, that uh-huh. surface, where like they can't get beat up too bad in fights. Oh, mm. my God. They're, they're all the smallest, pettiest people. It's weird. it's really it's really weird. like um like when you hear like those really long-running sitcoms where by the end the, the actors just don't want to look at each other yeah yep. and but they they gotta do it because yep. it's you know for the money. the money uh i can if i had to guess i don't know for sure but i bet the big bang theory was like that probably oh i, I can't imagine that was a positive work environment no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, similarly i know at least uh, less so with the cast but i know most of the people on how i met your mother just wanted that show to be over for yeah. years and oh yeah, yeah. Couldn't couldn't it get felt it to die. Like it wanted to be over. Well, like so Jason Siegel in This Is the End is like openly mocking the show while it was still going. <laughs> awesome, that's great. I, that I, that line where he's talking to Kevin Hart and he's like, oh, oh, I ate the whole cake. Kevin Hart just starts like laughing so hard. He's like, Yeah, man, that's why you're number one. <laughs> and then Jason Siegel just looks defeated. He's like, Yeah, I guess. he's like, Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> Oh man, oh. this is the end. is a is a really fun movie. I actually have not seen that. It. I haven't seen since I haven't seen it in several years, and I really hope 
It's not mm. terrible. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Could be. Probably is. Yeah, there's probably there's definitely a few <laughs> scenes that I can think of right now yeah. that I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah. But uh, let's not talk about that. Yeah. For so now. Super favorite. Super, super favorite. favorite. Yeah. What if we don't use a, an existing comic book universe? Sure. Okay. But instead, we imagine that the favorite never existed. And that someone said, here I have this idea. It's called The Favorite, but with superheroes. <laughs> Except just called The Favorite right, Superhero. Sure, sure, sure. Like, The Favorite Hero. Uh, my Favorite Hero. My Favorite Hero. My Favorite Hero Academia. Um, <laughs> and it is, and it's a movie that's pitched as just the plot of The Favorite, but in a superhero world. What would the powers of the characters be? Because, like, to me, I feel like Abigail has, like, the power of, like, charm. Mm-hmm. Like, she can kind of, like, trick people by, like, everybody believes what she says. She can, like, woo real easy and get, you know, the man to sleep with her. And even though she's barely paying any attention to him, he's still like, this is the greatest handjob in the history of anything. And she can work her way all the way up to the queen to get, you know, basically everything she wants just by being nice to people. Yeah. And working her way in there. Whereas Sarah might be more like a... Well, this I, is where you get to the difference between charm and persuasion. Yeah, yeah right, sure, right, sure. Yeah. right. And so, like, Sarah could be more threatening. She could actually have a scary power, like a Medusa, for yeah. instance. So I like this because you know then it's saying? like we're talking about like the Inhumans, for example. It's mm-hmm. like a it's mm-hmm. like a, 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 a sort of kingdom of super people. Yeah. Um, and then sort of, but like they all have different powers, or like the X Men have something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's got a power. Everybody's got their own power, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like a matter of. But there is a ruler. There's a monarch mm-hmm. who maybe isn't that powerful, but she was like the daughter of maybe like the most powerful super person. Mm-hmm. Maybe in, she's lost yeah, her powers. kingdom. Maybe like she, maybe maybe or, at some point she had a really cool power, and now it's gone. Or there's a certain point where like you end up feeding off her power and that that's what like is draining her. And oh, so like she's slowly, yes. Like her life force is slowly kind of that draining ex- because of it. Yes. Cause Sarah is literally draining the lifeblood out of Anne in this movie. I mean, yeah. figuratively, oh. but yeah. what if it's literal? That's great. So, so yeah. Sarah's power is draining other people of their powers. Yes. yes. It's not that the queen's power is being given away and that's the queen's power. Sarah is rogue, but like aggressive. Yeah. Can like yeah. just get it. Or Sarah's just figured out or like developed a technique to steal the power, which is why Abigail is then able to supplant her, but also still suck the power out of it after she leaves. But even though Sarah has been at it for a long time and has learned how to do it gradually enough that Anne doesn't really catch on and also isn't like completely like devastated by it physically. Yeah. Uh, Abigail doesn't know what she's doing and she just wants the power and by you know by the end of her a short period of her being with her just Anne is like she's got had a stroke she's just she's physically debilitated and you know falling yeah. apart basically yikes yeah, yeah. yikes wow. yikes that would be yeah. fucked up but also yeah. interesting i yeah. think Anne's power at some point was druidic in nature uh, like she could speak to animals or still can yeah. or like control animals or like what's a superhero that can do that? Cause there must be multiple. squirrel girl. Yeah, sure. Squirrel girl. Squirrel girl. Yeah. Great. It's bunny girl. <laughs> She's just bunny girl. Bun and hun? that's why she has tons of bu- <laughs> bun. Hun is good. That's bun hun is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. She can be bun. Um, hun. 
Also, now that I'm thinking about it, Squirrel Girl is kind of the Queen Anne of the Marvel yeah. Universe. If 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 they made a Squirrel Girl comic where people treated her like absolute dog shit, yeah. uh, <laughs> like emotionally, she's fairly yeah. similar. Well, huh, and I also huh. like to think of an alternate reality to our own in which Olivia Coleman could have played Squirrel Girl at some point. Ooh, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah, still could happen. Still could happen. Their uh, Squirrel Girl is entering uh, some Marvel TV series. Yeah, I can't remember if it's an animated one or if it's a live action one. Yeah, and Milena Van- Vaintraub is going to be Squirrel Girl. That's right. They did cast her. I mm-hmm. forgot. What else is she? Uh, she was the AT and T girl. Oh um, right. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's fun. Yeah, she's done some sitcom stuff too. I can't remember which sitcom she yeah. was on, but yeah. everybody loves Raymond. Was it that? Yeah, one? it was Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. That makes She's sense. Squirrel Girl now. Cool. It's the mom from it's Everybody mom. Loves Raymond. <laughs> Deborah. No, it's not Deborah. What's De- the mom's name? Old Wait, Deborah? Raymond's mom? <laughs> yeah, Raymond's mom is what okay, I was talking about. Yeah. Old Deborah. Yeah, old Deborah. I old imagine Deborah. that in a similar way that Geralt called every, called every horse Roach. Mm-hmm. Raymond calls every woman Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> like he just sees a bunch of Debras. Yes. That's it. It's like Deborah is a classification, yes. not the name of a person. Right. <laughs> exactly. A person that is subservient to me, Raymond, who everybody loves, is Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how he sees the world. So Raymond is living in he's living by fiat and everyone yep. has to love him. Correct. It's not that, hey, everybody loves Raymond. It's no. everyone must love rule. Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> everybody loves Raymond is a, a true statement about the, the only way you can be. <laughs> it's a world. legal statement. Yeah. yeah. It's a legal it it's everyone has to love Raymond. <laughs> yes. Everybody must love Raymond is such a different name <laughs> for a TV different. show. It's just you throwing gotta. one word in, but it completely yeah. changes. And he got the idea from watching the dinosaurs intro when the baby's like, I'm the baby, gotta, gotta love, love me. me. He was like, I could make this a reality. <laughs> <laughs> I could be the Raymond. I the the rabie gotta love me. <laughs> and that's the his catchphrase. That's why his catchphrase in Everybody Loves Raymond is, I'm the rabie gotta love me. It's gotta, just right? gotta hit that B really hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> I actually misheard it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Ray B. <laughs> Ray uh, And he did play a B in B movie. Thank you for coming to this episode wait, of Contextual Deviance. Was he a B movie? Or was it Jerry Seinfeld? I mean, Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld made B movie, it was, but I wouldn't be surprised mm, if Raymond was He might have had a voice in it. Yeah. He must have been. He was a... He had to have been. He had to have yeah. been. Are they friends? They must think? be. They gotta be. I mean, everybody must everybody love him. Everybody must love Has Raymond. Has he gotten in a car and gotten coffee with... I, I Yes. I yes, believe I've okay. actually watched that okay. one. But then again, <laughs> I don't remember. So, But then again, I also don't remember most things about Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not just calling him Ray Romano. We're yeah. just calling yeah. him Raymond. No, his name's Raymond now. His <laughs> Raym. Well, because everyone has to love him. It doesn't mean I have to say his full name. Mm-hmm. His Raym mm-hmm. has ended. Mm, so true so what if the favorite (laughs) was set in the world of everybody loves raymond oh everybody loves queen anne it's kind of good actually right ray romano dressed up in a big dress walking around with a cane brad garrett asking people to rub his leg (laughs) (laughs) moaning through pangs of gout yeah that sounds that sounds like an episode everybody loves raymond (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying Deborah. Deborah. Oh no. Give me my bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway. Oh, you know, no. So I think that's the last. Yeah, I think that's the end right. of this show. <laughs> uh, I think we successfully talked about the favorite, huh? Yeah. yeah I and so. I bet you I would bet uh, dollars to donuts. Literally no one has ever thought, what if they made the favorite into a superhero movie before? <laughs> it's true. It's true, yeah. Um, so that's that's definitive. That's one of the things we talked about today. Uh, do you guys remember what the other contexts were? Um, what if it was a Westworld type theme park? Yes, the Fave World. Yes. We talked about feminist theory as it relates to the favorite. Yes, yes. and we introduced another new context, which <laughs> is prequel or sequel. Where you make a prequel or sequel, and we did both. Yay! And We're overachievers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We two new contexts and a weird one and a normal one. <laughs> what a what a show! That's that's contextual TV in a nutshell, right mm-hmm. there, babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on this show. I love you both. Hmm. I love you too. Well, don't don't be weird about it. Okay. But say it more gently. I love you too. Thank you. Uh, hey, David, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on a show called This American Life, uh, where we do a few interrelated shows every every week. Uh, they're they're kind of like sometimes they're stories, sometimes they're uh, true to life. And then I'm on a show called 99% Invisible, where we do little stories based on design. We have a lot of uh, producers. And it's uh, it's pretty good. That's all. I think I've heard of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. No, tell your friends You're about them. Have to, uh, have to check them out. Yeah. We're we're getting them started up. So getting, getting the word us, out. My name is Roman Glass. <laughs> Roman Glass is a pretty baller yeah. name. Yeah, honestly, that's actually, yeah. Ira Mars is pretty good too. Ira Mars is also good. Hello, it's me, Roman Ira Glass Mars. <laughs> Roman Ira Glass Mars. Hey. Roman Ira Glass Mars. Ooh. I could see somebody like just getting nothing but Roman glass for their windows for their nice house. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a style? Uh, in the style of Roman glass. Oh, Roman glass. <laughs> How wonderful. Yeah, so those are the only two things I want to plug. Mm. All right. Okay. That's a choice. How about you, Bond? Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I am on Twitter at mbonbon, uh, still feverishly retweeting people that are more uh, qualified than I am, Uh, Mm because I think that's how you should do it, because I don't want to... I feel like some people put in their, like, not super well well thought out two cents instead of just letting people that are actually, like, have better things to say like just just kind of you know put those out there <laughs> um i get it i'll stop tweeting yeah <laughs> no <laughs> i did go off on a bit of a run today oh i did uh, yeah <laughs> we, we did talk about that but yeah that, we don't have to that did not spur in this um but uh yeah mostly puppy retweets though and political wow. retweets and all that good stuff. puppies yeah um in terms of a piece of pop culture i would like to leave the listeners with uh by the time you hear this it will have been uh available on this platform for probably about a month and a half but bajillion dollar properties is finally back yes um it is on pluto tv uh they shot season four and had it ready to go two years ago and then CISO went under so they didn't have any place to put it and then it took two years to finally get pluto tv to pick it up and pluto tv is free uh, it's Yay. awesome. The commercial breaks are very limited, mm-hmm. um, cool. Cool. but that show is a delight. God, it it's is so funny. It's so good. So good. Uh, and again, it's free. So please just watch it, and yeah, hopefully please. they can make some more. Bajillion dollar properties. Absolute 
High recommendation. Yes. Yes. How about you, Christian? Well, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Christian. Oh, no. I changed my uh, Twitter oh. handle recently. Oh, shit. Because I'm job searching. Uh, and I figured uh, smart boy. maybe some of the tirades I go on uh, maybe aren't great for uh, a, a job search. Um, <laughs> so you get, but, but listeners of this show already know where I stand. <laughs> so you can follow me at Christen, which is C-H-R-I-S-S-S-N-N-N. Yes. Oh, wow. Fun. Um, I made it three of each so that I would always remember. <laughs> um uh, or you can follow the show at Text Deviants. Um, I know that's already in the closing crawl thing. Closing crawl. Closing crawl. Closing crawl. Um, I also have a pop culture thing this week. Uh, I got lucky. I got lucky. Hey. No, uh, I had I had good luck with uh, new albums recently. Oh, yeah. uh, and one that I highly recommend for people to check out is uh, Adia Victoria. Uh, her newest record, which I believe is called Silences. Uh, it's a really interesting record. It's very unique, but I think it's enjoyable. Uh, it's sort of theatrical in yeah. a lot of ways. She she uses a lot of strings. She uses a lot of like building and interesting song structures. But her voice is fantastic. Um, it's but it's also like very racially charged. I, it's a <laughs> it's a it's a trip, and I highly recommend it. Uh, so go check that out. Um, and otherwise, you know, just. Keep on trucking. Uh, lordy, lordy, I'm over 40, and uh, honk if you're horny. Sorry. <laughs> Matthew, we are in public right now. You're right. You, you did ask for it. <laughs> now <Hey>. I'm horny. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next time with a whole different thing. Uh, and I, I think the the only way to conclude this is to do the thing we always do, which is the only way we conclude it elsewise. David, did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? Every fallacious animal flutes an annoyance on top of a dreaded kernel. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day!